You okay? No. You killed a moon. That big yawn. Some coffee coming out. That is. He doesn't know how to handle it yet. Boy can't handle his coffee. All right, Amethyst. Yep. Uh, I guess we should like open. open. <laughs> it's a cold open. Welcome back to another episode of Gem Junkies. I'm Brecken. And this is Jonathan. And this week we get to talk about Amethyst. The purple stone. The purple quartz. We we did last week's citrine because obviously November birthstone. Yep. Citrine. And uh, this week we thought we'd carry on the quartz story with Amethyst. So, busy week. Busy week. Jonathan takes off tomorrow. I take off on Friday. Yep. For China and Hong Kong. And I go to Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Your trip sounds much more exciting. It is, but it's going to be insane. So we do a lot of work. we do a lot of our opal buying in in Hong Kong because the Chinese are the best opal cutters. Yeah, they really are. They were the. I mean, I think we kind of talked about this a little bit in our opal in our opal podcast, but they used used to cut jade, and so they're really familiar with how to form a really nice cabochon calibrate small opals and all that but frank has us booked from appointments from like 7 30 in the morning to like 8 p.m at night yep sounds about right just looking at opal and mostly calibrated opal and what that means is you sit there and you flip over and look at each gemstone and you probably i guess in a day you'd probably go through thousands tens of thousands yeah, somewhere there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's intense. My eyes are like so tired by the time I get home. I don't want to talk. I don't want to do anything. You should bring headphones. Yeah, I could listen to Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> I'm not throwing away my shot. I can just like get really yeah. into it. Or Christmas music. Or Christmas music, because we all know Brecken's already listening to Christmas music. We've already watched three Christmas movies. Forget thank, forget Thanksgiving. Not a real holiday to Brecken. No, Brecken's. I showed Jonathan this chart that said, I'm not not celebrating Thanksgiving. Not not. From the 1st of October to the 31st of October, I celebrate Halloween. From the 1st of November until the, what, 21st of November, I celebrate Christmas. On the 22nd of November, I celebrate Thanksgiving. And then on the 23rd through the 25th of December, it's back to Christmas. <laughs> so Thanksgiving is not forgotten. But there's no Thanksgiving music. Like, gray squirrel, gray squirrel, or gobble, gobble, gobble. That's all you got. That's all you got. I'm, anyway. I'm thankful to be an American, though. Yeah. So... Amethyst. Amethyst. Purple quartz. Purple quartz. Did you know that amethyst was once as expensive as ruby, emerald, and sapphire? Yeah, it was known as a cardinal gem. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of reserved for royalty, and they were the very the most valuable gems were ruby, emerald, sapphire, diamond, and amethyst. Yeah, so it wasn't until the 19th century when there was a really large deposit found in Brazil that the availability 
of kind amethyst. of decreased the value of amethyst. Yep. But do you know what amethyst means? It means a remedy against drunkenness. Close. I mean, it means not drunk in ancient Greek. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, so the amethyst has this association with drunkenness or as preventing drunkenness. Yeah. And it, the thought of this goes back to a, it was actually a poem created by a Frenchman named Remy Ballou in 1576. And it tells the story of Bacchus, who is the Greek god of wine. And I guess one day he was just mad. He was just... You're not going to read us the poem? Well, I'm summarizing the poem. I don't speak French. The only French word I can say is parlay. Wow. All right. (laughs) They haven't translated it into English? I'm sure it's translated. I'm not going to read it word for word. I'm going to summarize it. No one wants to hear all that Renaissance flourish and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay, so Greek god Bacchus, Bacchus. he was offended at something. Humans weren't paying enough respect, all right? So he said, the first person I meet, they're going to get devoured by my pet tigers. Rawr. Rawr. The luckiest person in the world at that point in time was a beautiful and pure maiden named Amethyst. And she was on her way to worship Diana. She's a goddess of something. I'm not quite sure, but she was a big goddess, Diana. Wisdom. Wasn't Diana's a goddess of wisdom? I'm pretty sure. Um, So as the tigers spring towards Amethyst, Diana saves her by turning her into a solid piece of clear stone. Quartz. Well, quartz, yeah. Quartz. How is that saving her? She didn't die. But she didn't. But did she? She was preserved forever. I guess so. Anyway, Bacchus was like, oh my gosh, what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? So, as an act of repentance, he poured all of his wine over the stone, giving it the beautiful purple color. Amazing. Mm-hmm. This story is not from ancient Greek times. It's no. an adaptation. It's a French poem yeah. from the what 14th century. But it explains the link with the drunkenness. Uh, it was actually always believed in ancient Greek times to prevent drunkenness, and it was very common to have a set of amethyst goblets in your home. And the and the thinking behind this was you could drink wine if you wanted to drink wine with your friends, or if you had a business par- person coming over and you wanted to stay clear-headed, you would pour them wine and pour yourself water and, and you couldn't know, know because you were drinking it in a colored glass that was the same color as wine. So that way you could stay wise in all your business dealings. Where are they all these amethyst goblets? I want one. You want an ancient Greek amethyst, amethyst goblet? Heck yeah. You'll drink... Heck yeah. Yeah. Water, wine, don't Water, care. wine. Yep. It was also thought that just wearing an amethyst could sober you up. Yeah, so a lot of signet rings and a lot of, you know... There was a lot of just... Intaglios. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't? I've tried. (laughs) You have an amethyst goblet? No, but I have an amethyst ring. And so it was the first ring that I 
I'm going to say acquired because it wasn't gifted to me or given to me. You stole it? I didn't steal it. <laughs> but remember, you, uh, we made that really big, pretty amethyst ring that I still have it. And it's supposed to make you wise in all your business dealings. So I thought when I came into the company that I should have an amethyst ring that made me wise in all my business dealings. But you have to wear it. I do. So I wore it to a lot of trade shows. Oh. But Did it help? I don't know. It didn't prevent <laughs> drunkenness. I will tell you that much. But not only was it supposed to sober you up from the booze, it was supposed to sober you up if you were love drunk. If you had a little too much passion going on, they'd throw an amethyst ring on you and it was apparently supposed to cure you of your uncontrollable lust and love. Hmm. So that one, I hadn't, that one yeah. I hadn't heard. So Jonathan said it was the Cardinal Stone. Right. has a pretty strong connection with the Catholic Church. A lot of bishops and popes and priests liked, liked it. And that was its association with Christ. So, apparently, in the Christian religion, purple represents the purity of spirit which also represents Christ, which is why it was a favorite among all the hierarchy in the church. Right. But there are a couple notable stories, notable Catholic stories, about saints who wore amethyst. So St. Valentine's, mm. you know him? Mm-hmm. The guy that died for love? Yes. Uh, he wore an amethyst ring that had Cupid carved on it. Now, this is a legend. We're not quite sure. It's a very possible legend, but it is a legend. And then there was also this guy, St. Marshall, and he wore gloves that were studded with precious stones, including amethyst. And I guess he was out in public somewhere, and a sacrilegious event happened in front of him. And all of the gems were horrified by the sight. All the gems in his gloves were horrified. And they just jumped out of their mountings and fell all over the floor. Because they were so horrified. The gems so not crazy. only did he have to see the act of sacrilege, but he also lost all his gems. <laughs> wow, poor guy. He didn't like beat the people or something with no, his gloves and they all it, fall out. Or... The exact words were... The gems were horrified at the sight. <laughs> and so they just all jumped out of their mountings and scattered on the floor. Amethyst is also supposed to protect soldiers in battle. So a lot of Roman soldiers were amethyst. Or amethyst. <laughs> so quartz, so there's lots of different kinds of quartz. They all rate about seven on the most scale. Mm-hmm. So pretty pretty good jewelry. Yep. Gemstone. So amethyst, the purple variety of quartz. Uh, is colored by either iron impurities, um, sometimes in conjunction with transition element impurities, or the presence of trace elements, which result in a complex crystal lattice substitution. Cool. Yeah, complicated. Yeah. Yeah. But not that complicated. Mostly iron. Yeah, mostly iron. Yeah. Iron colors citrine, as well as green quartz called crazy light. Crazy, crazy. Crazy, crazy. So, heated amethyst gives you citrine. Right. And also green quartz or crazy light. Right. Which is crazy. But heating amethyst does not make a light piece of amethyst darker. 
No. It will make a dark piece lighter. Or less brown. Or less brown. Yeah, it'll remove the brown. But now, if you eat it too much, then it... Then it goes to citrine. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to be so really you, careful how you heat. So not a lot of... I don't think there's a lot of heating going on. It's very low level and inconsistent. Yeah, you be pretty careful with it. Because the majority of amethyst that's found is light in color already. So the darker amethyst is the more valuable amethyst, and so you don't, I mean, unless it's really, really dark, but more often it's light than dark. Do you know why there's not as much dark amethyst as there's light amethyst? Less iron. No, <laughs> I don't. because the highly saturated color is typically limited to the tips of the amethyst crystal, while the rest of the crystal fades to colorless. <laughs> so most amethyst crystals have this ombre effect where you have the mostly most saturated color at the tip of the crystal fading down to your colorless quartz and so that's why you can only cut a few stones from the tip of the crystal mm -hmm. and also in the tip of the crystal sometimes there's a lot of color zoning and stuff like that going on so you might get a few high quality stones and then a lot of commercial quality or lower quality amethyst all from the same crystal <laughs> Amazing. I thought that was cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're really cool. It's a six-sided prism ending in a six-sided pyramid. Uh-huh. So that's really cool that, you know, you have those six sides and they all come up into a point. Yeah. Makes it kind of interesting. I mean, if you're ever in Tucson, you just have to walk around. What's that show we go to? The river? The one that's at the River Park Inn? What's True. that called? The Old Pueblo Show. And there are just, like... Mount, like mounds of amethyst geodes. Yeah, huge, Everywhere. huge as geodes. As tall as... Or as big as a coffee table. They yeah. Have these huge geodes, and then they just put a piece of glass over the top. And mm. so They're cool, but I'm always like... Like a bathtub of amethyst. Cost to ship home? <laughs> you got to bring a trailer with you and yeah. drive it home. Now, your dad always drives down in Tucson. Maybe we could just get him to haul the trailer down, too, and bring us home a huge amethyst A bathtub geode. of amethyst? Yeah. Don't you think we need one of those? Sure. Sounds like a good place for twins to get hurt. <laughs> Knock it over. Maybe a couple Push things. it over. We can leave it at the office next to the bear. Next to the bear. So like I was saying earlier, a lot of your amethyst can have color zoning. And what that means is uh, just basically, I would call it like striations, like light, dark, all in, all in the pattern of the growth structure of the crystal. And so it's really, what, not, what word am I looking for? People don't like it. It's not pleasing to the eye. There mm. you go. It's really not pleasing to the eye. So any, color, any stone with color zoning is kind yeah. of kicked out. Um, and to check for color zoning, a lot of people place them with the table down. So you basically flip the gemstone down on a piece of white paper and you can look through the stone and see the color zoning. Right. And the very best color is a deep saturation with red flashes. Yeah. That's the very... Gemmy amethyst. The very best material. Yeah. But the hue ranges from a violetish purple then to the mm -hmm. reddish purple. Right. Uh, and amethyst should be eye clean. No inclusions. Right. So... Right. Inclusions are not really acceptable in nice gem quality amethyst. Sources. Russia. Yeah, Russia is the ancient source. Up mm -hmm. until the 19th century and the discovery in Brazil, 
it was Russia. Russia was where it's at, which is why I think the scarcity and rarity of it led it to be held up with the, you know, big time gems, the big three. Right, right. But now Brazil, Bolivia, Zambia, um, Arizona, Mm -hmm. the Four Peaks Mine, that's some really, some of the best amethyst comes out of Arizona. But uh, yeah, yeah you've got you you can find an amethyst like everywhere. Yeah, so Africa is really known for small quantities, but the best quality. So you have your Rwandan amethyst, which we have some mm-hmm. rough that's really really deeply saturated and beautiful. We do. We had some. Did we send it back? It was Rwandan amethyst. Oh, are you talking? Oh, you're talking like the the tumbled ones. Uh huh. Okay. I was like rough. I was like, I'm only having rough. Tumbled. 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 Do we still have those? Probably. I think so. Yeah. I think they're in my box. Anyway, and then Zambia. Mm-hmm. Um, but the top color is super scarce, and yep. the quantities coming out is very low. Uh, South South America, Brazil makes up seventy five percent of all commercial calibrated amethyst. That's where it comes from, Brazil. Um, Tends to be lighter color, though. It is lighter color, less saturated, but it's more uniform in color. Right. Which is why... It's It's good for production. Yep, good for production lines. And like Jonathan was saying, it does come from the USA. The four-peak mine in Arizona was discovered in the early 20th 20th century, but it was closed and then reopened again in 1998. Yeah, and it's very difficult because it's hot. There's no power. What? Yeah, no power where they are. So, Why? Can't you get solar or generator? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can do generator, but I mean, there's no power as in power yeah, lines. I'm that, you're going, there are modern and lots of <laughs> And lots of rattlesnakes. Oh my god, no. Yeah. Indiana Jones would hate that. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just like come into the mine mm-hmm. and bite people? It's my worst nightmare. Getting bit by a snake. Yeah, like the whole thought of it. That's where we need to get our emerald shin guards to the Four Peaks mine in Arizona. We need to to get the emerald shin guards to them because Amethyst clearly does not have any anti-venom or anti-snake properties, so we need to hook them up with some emeralds. So something that you may have seen... On TV or at... Dis- on the internet. You may have seen something called green amethyst. No. Yes, you may have seen it. But it does. it's not real. Well, it... So... So it's real, but it's green quartz. It's green quartz. Because amethyst is, by definition, purple. Yeah. So this is... The FTC actually came out with guidelines this year that said no more green amethyst. Like, you yeah, can't even call it that. you're calling it green purple. Yeah, you're calling it green purple. <laughs> it's green purple quartz, which there's no such thing as green purple quartz. So Yeah, so... So green quartz is... Crazy light. Crazy light, or you can call it just green quartz. But don't call it green amethyst. No green trouble amethyst. trouble with the FTC. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That and your golden emerald. <laughs> Heliodor. Yellow emerald. Oh, was it yellow emerald they called it? Yeah. So basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to build brand awareness using another gemstone's brand. Right. So everybody knows what amethyst is, and it is a quartz variety. And this green amethyst, what people were calling it green amethyst, is technically it is a quartz. Yeah. But they were trying to use amethyst's brand to sell this gemstone and also create value in a stone that doesn't 
technically have much value. No, it doesn't have the same value be- as... As amethyst. As amethyst. Yeah. yeah. So, so there you go. There you go. Don't so I think that wraps up another, another gemstone. Another gem junkies. Another gem junkies. Yeah, we're going to be on a hiatus because I'm gone for about 10 days and then it's Thanksgiving. And yeah, then- and no one wants to hear just me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Maybe. No, maybe you probably. could do a little... All by myself. Just sitting down here by yourself. Yeah. But I think what would be fun is maybe, um, maybe after I get back from Hong Kong, we can do a little yeah we'll buying do. special. I can tell you what I bought. Yeah. And so shoot some pictures up on the blog, mm-hmm. and yeah, we'll have some fun with it. I'm excited. I shopping is always better than selling. You know, buying. Mm. So buying is always more fun than selling. So you're telling me I better go sell lots. So that you, you better can buy go lots. sell so I can buy more. Okay. Yeah. But on my shopping list is big pieces. Big black opals, big free-sized light opals. And little bitty calibrated <laughs> Well, but what I'm most excited about, also, we're gonna look for turquoise. Are you? Yeah, we are. I'm really digging the opal-turquoise combo thing. And I think it'd be super cool. should also see if, say, if there's anyone there that cuts a lot of calibrated Mexican fire opal. You yeah. should check with our buddy. Yeah. Opal Yoda. Opal Yoda. Yes, I do get to go visit Opal Yoda. I love him so much. <laughs> I love him so much. Anyway. <laughs> so, thanks for listening to another episode. If you want to follow what we do every day, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at, at Parlay Gems. Alright, you guys. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.